Thank you so much for joining us today. We're always encouraged to know God is working through new beginnings to touch lives. So if you have a story to share of how God's working in your life, please let us know. Send us an email at mystory@newbeginningsnj.org. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. So tonight, we are gonna pray to get results, amen? Amen. We don't want to pray amiss. We're praying to get results. We have weapons of our warfare. 2 Corinthians 10 verse 4 tells us that they are mighty through God to what? The pulling down of strongholds. Our weapons are not carnal, but mighty through God. Amen? Amen. Hebrews 4.16 tells us, Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and grace to help in time of need. That word obtain is a really cool word. It actually means to get possession of. We are going to the throne of grace tonight, brothers and sisters, to get possession of what we are going to pray out Amen? I want you all to be in a state of expectancy and certainty and confidence that when we go to the Father tonight and we bring his word, we put him in remembrance of his word, and we allow the Holy Spirit to guide us and give us the inside track in the realm of the Spirit, which is his responsibility, we're going to get results tonight. Amen? That's exciting. That's exciting. We don't have to guess, oh, well, gee, maybe it'll happen someday. No. It's we're going to pray out the plans of God tonight so that things on earth will conform to those things that are in heaven. Amen? So what we're going to be looking at tonight and what we're going to be praying for according to the Holy Spirit, he said to do this, is we are going to pray for open doors. Great and effective doors. Wide doors. You see, the Holy Spirit opens the door for Jesus to do what he wants to do on the earth. Did you hear that? The Holy Spirit will open doors so that Jesus can do what he desires to do on this earth. And, but there's a part that we, you and I play. We have to cooperate with the Holy Spirit. We have to yield to him in prayer. We become the very vehicle through which he can operate. He utilizes our prayers to open important spiritual doors. So we can look at it in the negative and say, without our prayers, he can't open doors. That's, that's heavy, isn't it? We need doors open. We don't know what doors need to be open. The Holy Spirit does. But we need to be doing the praying so that he can open the doors. In Revelation 3.8, the word of God tells us, see, I have set before you an open door and no one can shut it. Isn't that awesome? I have set before you an open door and no one can shut it. When God opens a door for us, church, no man, no imp, no devil, nothing can shut that door. Amen? Tonight we're going to look at, there were four specific doors. There may be more than four, but the four that what I felt impressed for us to discuss tonight and look at tonight, and four doors that we're going to be praying that the Spirit of God would open for us are as follows. Number one, I'll give you all four, and then we'll go back and take a closer look at each. The first door, and probably one of the most important doors, is the door to people's hearts. The second door is doors, or a door of revelation. The third door is a geographic door. 
And the final door that we're gonna look at tonight is a door of utterance. So if you're taking notes, number one was people's hearts. Number two is revelation, doors of revelation. Number three is a geographic door. And the final door is a door of utterance. People's hearts. Did you know that God can actually open a person's heart? I know with a lot of our relatives, we probably think, yeah, God can probably open just about everybody's heart, but my Uncle Bill's or my mother's or my husband's or my my teenagers. But God can open people's hearts. The Bible clearly indicates that the Holy Spirit can move upon someone and enable them to understand and receive the knowledge of the message of salvation when otherwise they wouldn't. God can do that if we'll ask if we'll pray, and the example that I'm going, I'm just gonna give you a little, like a a point here and there, we're not gonna do anything in depth tonight because we wanna spend the majority of our time in prayer. The example I wanna give you is of a woman by the name of Lydia in in the book of Acts. Lydia, it's Acts chapter 16, and it's 14. And I'm gonna read this portion of scripture to you, I don't think we're gonna be pulling it up on the board, and that's okay. Now a certain woman named Lydia, I have a typo here, I put heart us, heard us. She was a seller of purple from the city of Thyatira who worshiped God. Now God, listen to this. The Lord opened her heart to heed the things spoken by Paul. Isn't that amazing? The Lord opened Lydia's heart so that she would hear and comprehend and understand what the Apostle Paul was saying. And what's really cool about this is, is that this woman played a key part in a move of God that would not have happened in Macedonia, in that area, except that God had opened her heart. One person's heart being opened can change the course of a country, it can change the course of just about anything. Amen? We were singing tonight, you, you move the mountains, and I was thinking of the, um, the Berlin Wall. Who would have thought that they would ever see something like that come down? That was years and years in prayer, but the Spirit of God gave insight to certain people who were commissioned, who were ordained to pray specifically for that, and let them know this wall will come down. The walls of Jericho will come down. Amen, if it's a Red Sea that's in our way, it will open for us in the name of Jesus. Amen, so with Lydia, because the Lord opened her heart, the word of God says the Lord opened her heart to heed the things spoken by Paul, a major work was launched in Macedonia, in Philippi, as the result of one woman's heart being opened. That's amazing. We see in Proverbs 21.1 that the king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. Like the rivers of water, he turns it wherever he wishes. Amen? So we're gonna be praying for people's hearts. People's hearts in the Bayville area. People's hearts in the Brick area. People's hearts in the Manchester area. And the hearts of people in areas where the Spirit of God is opening doors of opportunity. Amen for us? Number two door is the door, a door of revelation. When this door is open, 
God's people see things spiritually that they were blind to before. And they understand truths that previously had escaped their grasp. Ephesians 1.17, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Without revelation, there are gonna be things that we are blind to, and there are gonna be things and truths that will escape our grasp. That is not God's intention for us, church. He wants us, he does not want us to be ignorant, he does not want us to be ill-informed, but we must pray and we must ask and we must believe that God is going to reveal these truths to us. Amen? That's what happened to the Apostle John on the Isle of Patmos. We see this in Revelation 4.1, excuse me just a minute. Revelation 4.1, a door was standing open in heaven to the Apostle John. And when that happened, he was able to have a, a panorama of what was gonna be happening in the days that we're living in right now, in these last days, and that was a door of revelation. That's what happened to Peter when he was praying on the rooftops in Acts chapter 10. A do, God opened a door of revelation to him. Peter was caught, listen to this, Peter was called by God to preach the gospel to the Gentiles, yes? Yes, he was. But the Holy Spirit had to open a door or of revelation before he could do it. That revelation actually, when you look into this further, it actually gave him the boldness that he needed to go before those that thought that the Gentiles should not be receiving the gospel, the revelation gave him the boldness and the courage and the confidence and propelled him into the plan of God, the vision of God for his life. Revelation enables us to operate with greater authority and boldness, so tonight as we pray, believe that the Holy Spirit we, we saw in our previous lessons, he reveals truth to us. Those things that we do not know, he reveals to us. Believe that when we're praying tonight, that the Holy Spirit is gonna be revealing to you what you need to know to pray and what you need to know to say. Revelation empowers us with the wisdom and confidence we need to finish the work God has called us to do. We need revelation in order to finish the work that God has called us to do. So when we pray tonight, let's pray. Father, teach us what we don't know and show us what we don't see, amen? The third door, <clears throat> excuse me, is the geographic door. God can prepare the way for the gospel to be preached in specific areas geographically. Through prayer, the Holy Spirit can unlock nations and entire regions. Matthew 24, 14, and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all nations, and then the end will come. How many of us know, even with the advent of the, advent of the internet, there are still areas that are untouched by the gospel, but as we pray, as we yield to the spirit of God when he puts a certain area, a certain nation, a certain people group, on our heart, as we pray, the Spirit of God is able to open geographic doors that might have previously been closed 
or, or just locked. Like there, I, there, I know that there are parts of the world that people have thought it's impossible for the gospel of Jesus Christ to get in there. And it seems like in a day, suddenly, doors open and the gospel is able to flood nations, amen? Amazing things can happen in a region when the Holy Spirit opens a door. Not only can the gospel be freely preached, but signs and wonders will always accompany it. That's what happened in Ephesus. The most spectacular miracles in the Apostle Paul's ministry took place in that city. When the door to this city was opened by prayer, the Holy Spirit opened a wide door of divine power so that the word says God worked unusual miracles by the hands of Paul. And our final door before we start to get into prayer. Is this hepping you up? Is this pumping you up? Or is it just me? I feel like I'm starting to buzz from my feet. Glory to God. Our final door is a door of utterance. It takes help from the Holy Spirit to preach effectively, amen? Anybody who's ever had to preach, whether it be to one person or to a, a group of people, you know that it takes the help of the Holy Spirit in order to do that. Doors of utterance allow us to preach the gospel fully and to freely declare the word of God. Paul said this in Ephesians chapter six, verses 19 through 20, and pray for me that utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. No one understood this better than the Apostle Paul. He knew that the Holy Spirit, working through the prayers of God's people, had the power to open the reservoir of the mystery of the gospel, which was where? It was stored up inside of him. But just because it was there, and just because he was called to do it, it didn't automatically happen. It required the Holy Spirit granting him that utterance, allowing those deep things of God to be able to usher forth or come forth. And if Paul needed, of all people, if he needed a door of utterance to preach effectively, then every one of us does too, amen? Final scripture we're gonna look at tonight as we close on, the, on the, this por- portion of the teaching is the Apostle Paul saying, be earnest and unwearied and steadfast in your prayer life, being both alert and intent in your praying with thanksgiving. We're gonna look at thanksgiving in the final weeks because after we've prayed and done exactly what God has wanted us to do, after we've successfully completed our prayer prayer assignment for this portion of time, it's gonna continue, it doesn't end, we're gonna thank the Lord because that's an evidence that we believe we've received, amen? So let me get back to the scripture. Alert and intent in your praying with thanksgiving and at the same time, pray for us also Why? That God may open a door to us for the word, the gospel, to proclaim the mystery concerning Christ, the Messiah, on account of which I am am in prison. That I may proclaim it fully and make it clear, speaking boldly, and unfold that mystery as it is my duty, Colossians 4.2. There's, a, I don't know if any of you know a gentleman, he's a saint of old, um, 
Philip Halverson, if you've heard any teachings from Rama, Philip Halverson was someone who was very instrumental in Billy Brim's life and um, Lynn, Lynn Hammond's life, two women that I have spoken, have taught me so much. And Philip Halverson went deep into prayer. He was a man of prayer. And during services, when they were praying in the spirit, he would have a piece of paper and he would open it he would unfold it, it was folded up like a little football and he'd unfold it, then he'd fold it back and he'd unfold it and he'd fold it back. And he'd do that and what he was doing is exactly what the apostle said here, that this mystery would be revealed, this mystery would be unfolded, amen? And we've already seen in our previous, in our previous teaching that as we pray in the spirit, the spirit of God is going to reveal divine mysteries that we do not know. He does, but we don't. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're always encouraged to know God is working through new beginnings to touch lives. So if you have a story to share of how God's working in your life, please let us know. Send us an email at mystory at newbeginningsnj.org. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today.